Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. San Diego city leaders are proposing a settlement agreement for the controversial 101 Ash Street property. The city bought the property in as-is condition for $86 million before learning that it was uninhabitable. Watchdog reporter Jeff McDonald has more. Well, Jeff McDonald, thank you for joining me. Uh, so Mayor Todd Gloria and council members Chris Kate and Sean Elo Rivera, they announced this deal or this agreement to settle on Monday. And then shortly after the city attorney said it wasn't a good deal for the people of San Diego. I mean, what is what does the deal consist of and and why doesn't Mara Elliott think it's a, a good deal for the people? Well, the deal calls for the city to end the litigation, the two lawsuits the city attorney's office filed uh, over the Ash Street building and the Civic Center Plaza. Um, it ends the role of Sister Development, the middleman company, uh, and CGA Capital, which is the, uh, the financier, the lender. Um, but those cases would still persist against uh, Jason Hughes would remain as a defendant uh, as well as uh, a number of contractors that performed uh, construction work inside the Ash Street building, which is uh, one of the factors that led to the asbestos contaminations. Uh, so that was quite a uh, quite an announcement that the that the mayor's office wants to spend 132 million dollars to buy out those two leases. Uh, and a few hours after that, you know, I noticed that there was no city attorney at the uh, podium when the mayor made the announcement and. Uh, I was set to ask him about that, and I had to follow up in an email because the Q&A got cut short, um, and the city attorney's office issued a report later in the afternoon saying that uh, they do not support the uh, proposed settlement, and they would, in fact, encourage the council to reject it. So it was uh, quite an afternoon. Well, as you mentioned, the settlement, if approved, wouldn't end litigation, but it would let Sestera and CGA Capital off the hook. Why do that? Well, the mayor's office uh, and uh, the council president uh, both said that the, the risk of litigation is too high and it could extend uh, uh, court appearances, legal fees uh, for years and years into the future. And, and this settlement provides certainty to the taxpayers and to the city and uh, it's best to move on. Okay, City Attorney Mara Elliott issued the report you mentioned. What were some of the, the highlights from it? Uh, well, she had a number of reasons to oppose the deal. Uh, she says, we're really close to trial. We have a, a huge case, a big chance of winning uh, at trial. It's premature to settle right now. Uh, it enriches the people they uh, accused of, uh, of fraud or corruption. Uh, and uh, a number of other reasons. So uh, short, the, a short amount of time for the public and the council members to digest the details, which was something the uh, city pledged to avoid last year after the city auditor uh, examined the Ash Street deal and so many other real estate transactions uh, put forward by the past mayor. Uh, so the city attorney had uh, probably eight or 10 different reasons for uh, recommending this deal not be approved come uh, next Monday. Is there any sense how the other city council members feel about it? Uh, I did get a statement from uh, Vivian Marino, uh, who she didn't say she would vote no, but she said it was a, a bad deal, a dark cloud hanging over the city. Uh, so she implied that she's a no vote. Uh, I also got a press release later from uh, Raul Campillo, who uh, appeared to say uh, he supports the deal. 
uh, and uh, and would vote for it. So uh, you know, it's not clear. Uh, some other media have reported that uh, some of the settlement uh, discussions uh, in closed session have resulted in straw votes of six to three, and they do need six council members to sign off on it. So uh, uh, La Prensa San Diego specifically reported uh, last month that, uh, that the city had decided in closed session and simply not reported it out and uh, implying that it was a violation of the, the Brown Act, you know, the government's open meeting law. Uh, and uh, I referred to that in a story the Union Tribune published uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, which is interesting because that would be the six votes the city would need to approve the settlement. Now, it's clear that uh, a lot of people don't think this is a good deal, and uh, it's fair to assume a number of people will show up at the council meeting come Monday and uh, register the disapproval. So we'll see if it passes or not. Now, what are the next steps going forward? What would it take for the settlement to you know, be approved or, or denied? Well, on Thursday, they're going to release details of the deal. Uh, when I say they, I mean the mayor's office. Uh, they're going to, and that'll come through the process of the regular council agenda materials that council members uh, receive and review ahead of any meeting. Uh, so that'll be all uh, available to the public as well. It's posted online. Uh, however, the city attorney's office in her uh, report, she attached the settlement, uh, which is, uh, you know, 60 or 70 pages. Um, so that's already out there, uh, which is interesting. There are a number of elements to that that I'm still digesting. Um, but the, the process is that those materials will be vetted and debated and voted on on Monday. And so we'll see where it goes. Now, if it does win approval, uh, the escrow could close as soon as next month. So uh, the city would be the proud owner of both the uh, Civic Center Plaza, which is the, uh, the city hall annex that uh, the city has been using for, the, for decades, as well as the uh, former Semper Energy headquarters at 101 Ash. Your story mentioned that another group is in talks with the state to build a new city council and uh, council chambers building somewhere on Front Street. So that being said, if, if we do acquire Ash Street, what will it even be used for? Well, it's not clear. Don't forget the, the Ash Street building is not habitable. It's unsafe to occupy. And uh, in addition to paying uh, $86 million to buy out the lease, the city uh, would indemnify the sellers uh, from any further legal proceedings, as well as uh, assume full responsibility for any repairs and remediation, including asbestos and uh, the HVAC and ADA, so uh, ADA compliance. Uh, a prior consultant for the city put those costs at uh, 100, up to 115 million. So in addition to the $86 million that the city would be uh, paying to acquire the building, they also uh, would have to spend up to 115 million additional dollars just to bring it up to a, a, stat, a state where the city could use the building and occupy. Now to answer your question, uh, there's been some uh, discussions about a private developer on the state property just to the north on Front Street, where the state is offering two square blocks for development to a, uh, a company called the Michaels Organization. And in addition to a thousand units of uh, somewhat affordable housing, uh, that project would include a city hall, council chambers, a new fire station, and a bunch of other amenities. Uh, so that seems like a pretty interesting deal, uh, although if you think about it, it would uh, 
basically privatized City Hall. And most cities, of course, own their own buildings where they do the public's business. Uh, this deal, if it were to be consummated, uh, the city would become a tenant at its own city hall, uh, which uh, is different. What's going on with the cases, um, you know, involving Jason Hughes and there's another with taxpayer John Gordon? Where do those stand? Uh, well, uh, Mr. Hughes is uh, would not be uh, exempted from these lawsuits that the city, uh, that the mayor proposes the city settle. Uh, so that litigation would move forward uh, with Mr. Hughes as a uh, one of the remaining defendants, and that would shake out in court, uh, however it shakes out. The trial date in that is uh, late January, so maybe six, seven months from now. Uh, the John Gordon case, he's, a, uh, he's an interesting character. He's a taxpayer who uh, is a restaurant analyst here in San Diego, represented by uh, former city attorney Mike Aguirre and his law partner, Maria Severson. Now, their complaint is... Uh, the city's a defendant in that lawsuit. So this uh, announcement from Mayor Gloria yesterday is uh, not related to the John Gordon case at all. That uh, lawsuit also is scheduled for trial early next year. And uh, all of these cases have been subject to discovery and depositions and documents being turned over. And uh, a lot of those, uh, that discovery has revealed a lot of new information and details about the, the leases and, uh, and whatnot. Now, uh, the Gordon case uses a different legal theory to protest the Ash Street uh, lease, and, and its allegation is that the lease itself is illegal because it violates the state constitution. Uh, so that's an argument that the city attorney did not adopt in her claims, uh, which is interesting because according to the former city attorney, that's a much more... Um, uh, direct way of winning uh, in court because it's a it's an automatic violation of the state constitution when you spend money uh, without getting a direct benefit to the taxpayers. Uh, the city attorney's office did not adopt that legal strategy. Uh, they declined to discuss their legal strategy publicly, which of course makes sense. Uh, on the other hand, uh, their uh, anti-corruption claim uh, is a little more discretionary at the court than something like a violation of the state constitution. So uh, it's uh, lawyers adopting different paths to a, uh, a presumed outcome, and we'll see how it turns out in court. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one to follow. Uh, Jeff, anything else you want to say about this 101 Ash saga? Well, listen, I, I try and be as objective as possible, but I'm a citizen of San Diego. I, I want good governance, and I look to my uh, elected leaders to do the right thing. Uh, and I pressed the mayor on this point yesterday repeatedly and, and didn't really get a satisfactory answer. Uh, and that's this, uh, both the mayor and the city attorney have said for more than a year that they're uh, committed to protecting the taxpayers and, uh, and recovering as much money as they can uh, from these real estate deals that they themselves called uh, corrupt and illegal and fraudulent. Uh, so it's really not clear to me as a citizen why the city is going to be investing 130 million more dollars uh, on real estate that, uh, you know, one building is usable, but the other one is uh, not only unusable right now, but it needs at least 100 million dollars or up to 115 million dollars in new uh, renovations uh, just to get it occupiable. So, uh, you know, how that protects taxpayers, I don't see it. But uh, again, I just... Uh, 
you know, I'm hoping for the best as a uh, as a citizen. Okay, Jeff McDonald, watchdog reporter at the UT. Thank you. Hey, nice chatting with you.